Welcome to another Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand, Phil Miller, checking in from Fort Myers. Are you in Fort Myers, or which which split squad are you with today? I am in Fort Myers. Uh, uh, Rocco uh, and uh, half of the team is in uh, Fort Charlotte today. It's split squad day, but uh, and Lavelle uh, Neal is up there. Uh, I stayed back and I'm in uh, Fort Myers with, uh, with the rest of the club. Nice. I want to get into a bunch of kind of stuff that you're seeing so far because we haven't done one of these since they actually started playing games. And that's, you know, even though this is only spring training, the games don't count, they, they give us a better picture of, you know, any surprises, any, you know, any of the interesting things that, that you're seeing so far. I want to start with um, a pitcher who, you know, when they when they signed him, was it a, a free a free agent, minor league free agent deal essentially, or a camp invite? Yes. Um, yeah. Julius uh, Shashin, he didn't. You know, he he knew about um, you know his status. He'd had he, he's done it before in this league, but he's really struggled the last couple years. But looked pretty good the other day in his Twins spring debut. Can you give me, kind of tell me what you know where he's you know, where he's at and you know their interest level in him getting a look at least at, kind of at the bottom of the rotation. Well, okay. Let's uh, start with the disclaimers. Uh, Cause there are some here. Yeah. It's February he's pitched once he threw 19 pitches. Uh, uh, if, if we're judging off of that, um, you should be a, a fool in the media rather than the, uh, the guys in the front office uh, making those decisions. But as it turns out, I'm the fool in the media. So this is going to be good. Uh, I watched him pitch two innings, uh, and I came away thinking, well, he's making the team. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just it was just one outing, uh, but um, he got he got six outs. He got a, actually got seven. Uh, he got a fly ball that uh, right. one of the rookie uh, outfielders uh, took uh, two or three wrong turns uh, to try to catch, uh, but Buxton gets it, and it would have been uh, six up, six down. Um, well, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, he was pitching in uh, Northport, and they don't have their uh, gun up yet, so we could not tell how fast he was throwing. But it looked like he had good velocity. He was happy with the slider, which is the problem that plagued him all last year. That yeah. he was having uh, uh, trouble controlling it and, and abandoning it uh, at some point because it wasn't working. It was working yesterday. Um, I'll say that in spring training, you see, especially the rookies, you see. Um, maybe not tim- uh, timidity, but you see that they don't, you know, they're kind of feeling their way out. They're not really sure. Boy, when when a veteran steps out there and starts throwing, you can tell. And uh, he certainly has that. He looks like uh, a veteran. Uh, he's been in the league 11 years. Um, he's uh, he's won double-digit games four or five times. Four times, yeah. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at his numbers right now. I mean, it's... He's had four, what I would classify as, you know, somewhere between pretty good and really good seasons. You know, seasons where yes. he, ERA of, you know, somewhere around three and a half, um, innings up over 180. You know, kind of solid mid-rotation numbers at the very least. Yes, and a lot of his numbers, uh, his first half of his career was in Colorado. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you, you can bump up uh, your letter grade on uh, the season he had by one because sure. his numbers are being affected by Coors Field. Um Again, uh, uh, 19 pitches, one outing, but he zipped through uh, actual major leaguers, the uh, Braves' actual lineup, um, with no trouble and looked uh, uh, looked totally in command. I'm very interested in seeing him 
uh, pitch again uh, because, uh, you know, they, they've, the Twins, like a lot of teams, the Twins make a habit of these reclamation projects, and they have a pretty good track record. They uh, they brought in Martin Perez and got a really decent uh, season out of him, a couple of uh, tremendous months. Um, if they, uh, you know, he, he talked a little bit after the game about uh, some things the Twins have done to uh, get his spin rate uh, going and, and, and finding himself again. Uh, I... Like you, I had no idea what to expect, and uh, I came away thinking uh, he's probably uh, if he keeps this up, mm-hmm. if he pitches like he did yesterday, sure, uh, he's gonna he'll be in the rotation to start the season. If you somehow wipe away his 2019 season, which you can't, which was terrible, three and twelve ERA of six. You said the slider command just wasn't there. His walk rate was even higher than it has been of his career, which has been. If there's a knock on him, he does walk a lot of batters. If there's you know a real upside to him, he does not give up hits when he's on. You look at his 2018 season, which you know sometimes when you get these reclamation projects, you got to go back to like 2014, 2015 before you find that good year. 2018 with Milwaukee, 15 and eight, 3.5 ERA, 35 starts, almost 200 innings. Um, you know uh, he's you know. Pretty good walks to hits uh, per innings. This is, you know, we're only, you know, a, a bad season removed from a pretty good pitcher. He is. Uh, they've started up the uh, pregame festivities here, so uh, <laughs> fun, fun for us. That's out. fine. That's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, he. It, that is absolutely true. Uh, it, it's only been a couple of years where he was a useful uh, uh, pitcher on a playoff team. So. Uh, I think uh, I think there's a lot of reason to be uh, enthused about uh, um, the chances of him coming back. Uh, you know, my understanding is what happened last year is he kind of lost his slider and uh, had trouble getting it back and was getting hit and kind of abandoned it, and it just kind of made things worse. Uh, you know, the Twins with all their force plate mounds and uh, slow-mo video and uh, Repsoto uh, technology, I if they can find something the way they did with uh, Martin Perez, you know, this is a guy that, uh, um, well, I, I'd say that yesterday was a really good day for uh, twins pitching prospects. It's, you know, he's not going to be, uh, not going to be an all-star. He's not going to be at the top of the rotation, but um, that big gaping hole at the back end of the rotation. Uh, yes, that of the year, at least, you know, yeah, with... maybe it's uh, a lot smaller than we realized. Yeah, it's just interesting. What would this um, – two things I want to get to. One, it's always fascinating to me when we hear stories of a pitcher essentially losing a pitch. How does – I mean, how does that happen, really? Like, do you just lose the feel for it? Does something happen mechanically? In his case, do we know exactly how he lost this slider that he's hoping to find again? I don't really, and uh, I can tell you that uh, that, that uh, I will be uh, investigating and writing about this <laughs> sure. uh, sometime later this week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, often it's a physical thing. Often it's a, uh, um, uh, you know, something uh, something goes wrong physically that you are compensating for, and that is the most frequent. I, I don't know if, uh, if that's the case. He, you know, he pitched... Uh, he pitched a ton of innings. You know, he's a workhorse. And in 2018, I think it was, he might have led the he might have led the league in uh, innings pitched. So I led the league in starts, not innings pitched. But. In starts, okay. So he uh, he's a workhorse, and uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, sometimes there's a carryover effect. I don't know, sure. I, uh, but uh, a um, uh, I don't know. Uh, in a month, uh, 
this uh, we're going to have burn this podcast because I look so foolish uh, <laughs> judging someone. I will of, never uh, burn it. We will uh, we will play six, this uh, play this six hours. But uh, yeah, maybe this is the highlight of his year. But uh, it was uh, um, it was a perfect first start. Yeah. Two really good playoff starts for him, by the way, in 2018, too, with the Brewers. He had a mm-hmm. five innings of shutout ball against Colorado and a seven and a third, two runs against the Dodgers. So he's, he's a guy that's pitched in a on a bigger stage. Okay, I don't want to make too much about him. I, I do. The other question I had for you, though, is his emergence obviously would probably push you know, someone like a Devin Smeltzer or a Randy Dobnik or somebody out of the conversation if indeed he wins that spot. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, temporarily. Uh, right. I mean, Rocco said uh, uh, yesterday before the game, the anticipation is that they will use more than five starters yep. uh, before uh, Pineda returns on Mother's Day weekend. So uh, so I, I think they're counting on needing uh, needing those other guys. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be. Uh, if I was them, I wouldn't be too down about it, I guess. Uh, I think Dobnek and Smeltzer are definitely getting their chances this year. Okay. Um, what else have we seen? I've, I've heard, I'm, not, I'm not down there, but I've heard a lot of, hey, Miguel Sano is in great shape. Our, our colleague Patrick Royce keeps uh, keeps talking about that. What are, we, what are you seeing? What are your impressions of Miguel Sano right now? Uh, he is in tremendous. I mean, if you impress – if Miguel Sano can impress Patrick Royce, uh, <laughs> that is a good sign. No, he, he uh, he comes, he, uh, he does look tremendous. He has lost, uh, some more weight. He's clearly been working hard, uh, at, uh, at his new position and, and he loves to swing. So, uh, he, uh, he's, he's worked awfully hard. I, um, you know, I, I would not be surprised if the potential for that big contract that, uh, they agreed to in, uh, uh, late January, Played a you know played a motivational role you know hey Miguel uh, work hard this winter and uh, let's talk uh, come yeah. uh, January first and um, but it shows and he looks great and he feels great his, his um, you know he he can he can his personality goes up and down with how he's doing on the field and right. uh, and he is he is just bubbly in the uh, clubhouse right now so uh, I know he thinks he's uh, ready to have a big season. He, uh, I don't know if he got uh, charged for it. He broke a window in the bus, uh, <laughs> team bus yesterday. He, uh, he hit a ball completely out of, uh, cool today stadium, the ironically named cool today stadium <laughs> and, uh, broke a window on the team bus that was parked beyond the left field berm. So, uh, uh, yeah, he's, uh, that wasn't even crazy thing that that wasn't even the longest ball hit, uh, yesterday. Really? So, uh, yeah, Miguel is uh, feeling good. He, he, um, I've seen him working uh, early before uh, they start in the morning um, with one of the coaches on the field uh, working on his footwork at uh, first base. They're uh, um, they're having him, you know, run the three or four steps over to the bag, turn like he's getting the ball from the shortstop, and then he's being peppered with throws in the dirt, throws overhead, and they're showing him, you know, double double checking his footwork on right. uh, how he's getting those. So he's putting in uh, putting the work. He looks uh, awfully healthy, so uh, um, you know we'll see what kind of season he has. But he's one of the many uh, uh, upbeat things that uh, Twins are feeling in camp. This used to be this perception um, that 
you could just kind of throw anybody over at first base, just somebody that can catch a ball, essentially. And that's, you know, maybe the position has evolved. Maybe the thinking was always wrong. It's a, it's a harder position, I would imagine, to master than it, it maybe looks or you would imagine based on kind of the past perceptions. How do you, how do you think he will has is and will continue to take to a brand new position, essentially, for him? He played it marginally a little bit. He seems uh, enthusiastic about it, and you're right. It's, uh, it's a bigger deal than you think. Uh, you don't think of first base and make a lot of mistakes, but they get so many chances. Uh, every mistake they make is, uh, is uh, you know, potentially triggers a beginning. So uh, it's, it is important. Uh, um, he, I, I will say he is taking it awfully seriously. Uh, he is very proud of, uh, of how he played at third base. You know, even the numbers uh, didn't say uh, – great things but uh, i know one thing miguel liked about it was he could show off his arm at the right. base because because uh, he could uh he could pitch an inning out of the pen i think uh, with his <laughs> arm but uh um he does take pride in his defense uh and, and i think i've said before i think one of the um one of the uh, lesser known effects of signing uh josh donaldson is it it allowed them to move him off of third base without embarrassing him without right. uh um without him resisting. Uh, so uh, I, it, it, he has taken to his new position that, you know, I, I, he, I know he hears that people say he's, he's a permanent DH. If he was on any other team, he would be a DH and never play the field again. And he doesn't want to do that. No. So uh, he, he does seem to be uh, taking it seriously. I don't think he's so much of a defensive liability that the DH talk is warranted. He's, he's a good enough athlete that he, and young enough that he should be able to play a position. So, it's good that they're at least giving this a go. You, you mentioned Donaldson a minute ago. How's how's his first camp? What's his presence been like? We know we know the numbers. We we kind of got a taste of his personality here. What's his presence been like down at camp? Boy, he is everywhere. Uh, I don't know that he's always the first person here, but he's almost always the last person to leave. Uh, he, uh, of course, he's a object of uh, curiosity for all the national media. So. Uh, I feel bad for him. Uh, there's been a, quite a parade of national guys uh, through here, and uh, they all need interviews with Donaldson, and he is obliged. Uh, he is doing. Uh, he's given us plenty of time. He's uh, and and then that's uh, in addition to all the work he's putting in uh, in his daily routine. Uh, he, however much batting practice you think these guys take down here, he takes about twice as much. Is that right? Uh, okay. There are a lot of times where the clubhouse has been about empty, and you walk out and there'll be three or four guys in the batting cage which is fairly normal but he seems like he is always one of them uh he's very much into it seems to be having a great time seems to be really enjoying the new environment he uh the the twins uh they hit grounders to the to the uh infielders uh every day and the uh the frankie padula the coach uh uh plays first base and just you know uh um, catching the throws from the infielders uh, and Donaldson, he's he's only about five six, maybe five eight, something like that. He's a uh, uh, you know he's not a player. He's a he's a, obviously a coach. And Donaldson <laughs> loves uh, throwing the ball in the dirt, throwing it over his head, throwing it wide, making it stretch. Uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of a gag with him, but you know uh, it shows um, the precision with which he uh, he can throw that uh, he's uh, he. Not only is he working on his game, but he uh, he's having a little fun with one of the sure. coaches at the same time. It's it's uh, it's entertaining to watch. We've heard, I think, 
Sano and definitely Rocco talking, you know, using, uttering the words World Series and not being afraid of it. It seems like this team uh, has a is not lacking for confidence and feels that they are an awfully good team. Is that a vibe that is getting daily kind of pushed out there that this, these guys know they're pretty good? Yeah, you're definitely getting that. Uh, Donaldson, uh, every interview he does, he, you know, he says he's here to win. That's why he came here. He's uh, they're not trying away from it. Uh, um, it it's <laughs> interesting. Uh, you know, every team is confident in the spring, so I do uh, take it uh, with a bit of a grain of salt. Uh, you know, the hundred loss team uh, felt like they were going to be pretty good in spring right. training too. Uh, you know, and it's such a long season; so many things can go wrong, but. Uh, I've never seen a team as openly talk about the World Series as this one does. You know, they got some guys that have been there, Cruz and sure. Maeda now, and you know, they—I they, uh, give them credit—they uh, they are setting their standards high. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, I might have mentioned this before. Donaldson uh, brings up every time people ask him about the home runs that this team hits, he brings up Byron Buxton as as what he thinks is the the factor that. Uh, that this team has that so many teams don't that uh, that Buxton in the lineup and in the outfield uh, is is a weapon that most teams don't have. I just think that's such an interesting uh, perspective from a guy who's I don't think he's ever been in the World Series, but he's brought the yeah. Blue Jays to the brink of it a couple of times. Speaking of Maida, I want to end with that. A couple, we had a couple of reader questions. Why one question, one a comment? I think they're kind of in jest, but kind of shows the kind of. Uh, uh, level of intrigue and skepticism may be the wrong word, but just when someone gets traded for a top prospect um, and there's some money involved, there's, you know, there's a, I think he's going to be judged a certain different way. Uh, Leslie wants to know, when do we panic about Maida? I think it's <laughs> joking probably, but he gave up the, the home run to start his first start the other day, then settled down nicely. What what did you think of his first outing and, and the well, attention to be fair, getting? Well, to be fair, if I, uh, have a guy making the team after watching 19 pitches. I, uh, I probably am cutting my ADA for giving up too many home runs. Right. After watching, just one, just one. Uh, yeah. His first game. It's not a good uh, ratio. I mean, if he gives it, he does, <laughs> the, does that in the regular season, he's given about a hundred home runs this year. We can't have that. Uh, I, I can't say that I have formed much of an opinion on uh, my ADA yet. Uh, his, uh, his stuff looks good. He is definitely, uh, he is definitely on his own plan. Uh, a lot of the pitchers, uh, have, uh, have more uh, specific plans. Uh, for instance, Homer Bailey hasn't thrown yet. Uh, right. and he just, pitches tomorrow. I, I believe that's the case. Uh, we've been assured that uh, that's just uh, you know he's he's ramping up at his own pace and uh, and you know everything's everything's normal, everything's fine, and and so you know guys just have their own pace. Maeda definitely does. He he is a work on stuff kind of guy, uh, just trying to get used to. Um, just trying to get used to being out there again after the sure. winter. Uh, so I, I don't think that he took anything from the, uh, from the first game, but, uh, uh, I, you know, I, uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, let's see, uh, let's give him a few more starts. I, I remember you now it's probably been eight or 10 years or so ago when, um, James Shields, that's uh, probably easy 10 years ago. James Shields was on the raise and he came to, uh, uh, Hammond Stadium, and he was only working on one thing, and he and he had to throw a certain number of pitchers, and it was basically just just one pitch that he was trying to fine tune. Yeah, and he gave up he gave up like double digit runs in three innings. Uh, sure. I mean, he was just getting bashed. And afterwards, I thought, wow, this guy's going to be so upset. And 
and you would not have thought that he even noticed, you know, because he, he accomplished what he was trying to accomplish and really didn't care much about anything else. And and uh, I think that's very much what uh, Maeda was uh, doing as well. Okay. Um, the fans have decided that uh, that it's a big deal. He said, if my uh, Chicken Fingers, a friend, friend of mine, says, if Maeda does not perform equal to or better than Odorizzi or Barrios, then the Gratterall trade will have been a failure and the additional $10 million acquired will serve as an insufficient salve for myself and the remaining fan base. So you got that to look forward to on February 26th. Well, I'll tell you what, a team that, that declares that it's headed to the World Series and that's its goal uh, is... Uh, you know, will deserve uh, to be uh, questioned pretty uh, intently if they uh, if they don't at least approach that. So uh, well, I think that's probably fair. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see how the season goes. Sounds good, Phil. Appreciate it. We'll check back in with you soon. Okay, Mike. Good talking to you.